The countdown has hit zero. The clock has struck midnight. It's Christmas morning, game day for North Carolina basketball. You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Monday, November 7th. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels podcast, the only daily North Carolina show out there. I'm your host, Isaac Shade, welcoming you into this bonus content for Carolina basketball. It is game day for the first time, tipping off the 2022-23 season. The Tar Heels begin their journey back to hopefully the Final Four and the National Championship game, and hopefully one step further. So what I want to do, today's full show, you can go check that out, is a recap of the football game, the win over Virginia, Carolina, 5-0 in the ACC, one win shy of making of having a berth in the ACC championship game. But I wanted to make sure to give us some basketball preview content today as well. And so that's what we're going to do here. So I'm going to just break this up into two sections. I want to give you some season overview things that I'm looking for that you can go ahead and start looking for in tonight's game. And then also I want to give you um, some things to watch for specifically in tonight's game against UNC Wilmington. So you can have your eyes on all of that. Okay. Sound good. I'd love to hear what you are watching for this season, what you are watching for tonight. For those of you watching on YouTube, let let me know in the comments. If you're listening, hop on uh, LockedOnTarHeels at gmail.com. Send me an email. Find me on Twitter. Send a DM, whatever it may be. And for those of you who are new and tuning in, anytime we do previews and recaps for Carolina basketball, we do it in fours. Why? It's a way to honor Coach Dean Smith and his four corners offense. So with that said, let me give you four things to be watching for this season. Number one, and the first and most important thing, can Carolina handle the pressure of being number one, of having that target on their chest from day one in this season? And so the, the basic question is, are they going to thrive or are they going to fold under that pressure? Everything I've seen from this unit is telling me that they're going to thrive under that pressure. Look at the resilience of last year, um, uh, of coming from what was not really looking like the type of year it ended up being. But this team kept fighting, kept working, and, and did things. I think one of the things we're watching, obviously we don't know the outcome yet of this season, but you think about recent Carolina teams that tried to do what this team is doing. The 2008-2009 team trying to come back from losing the Final Four to Kansas. The 2016-17 Tar Heels trying to win a championship after falling to Villanova in the 2016 National Championship game. Um, we have those examples, and both those teams rose to the occasions. They thrived, in particular, the 08-09 team. I mean, they just dominated that season. And so that's the first thing I'm work looking for. How does Carolina handle the pressure of being number one and of trying to get back to where they were last season? Along a similar lines, number two in our four, four corners look at this season ahead. My question is just how good is this team? And I mean that in a couple ways. I mean, it. just how good is this team? As in a lot of people are questioning, did they just make a run for the last third of last season and they got hot and they're not really that good? 
My answer to that is no. Uh, I think Carolina and everything we know, they made an actual shift in what they were doing, changed some things that allowed them, for example, removing as much secondary break as they had been playing, uh, allowing Carolina to do what they did, running up to the national championship game. And so I, I think that question of like, are they as good as we think they might be? The answer is yes. And then the second way to ask just how good is this team is like, just how good could this team be? Is this going to be a historically great North Carolina Tar Heels team? Or is it just going to be a really good team? I would go back to the difference in those two teams I just talked about a moment ago. The 2008-2009 Tar Heels team, I think is one of the historically great teams in Carolina history. And I think a lot of people watching and listening would agree with me on that fact. I mean, you just look at the way they blitzed through that season. Look at the way they won every um, NCAA tournament game by double digits. A lot of that, quite frankly, to me, is Ty Lawson deciding to play defense. And that just changed the dynamic there. And they just looked like uh, they went to a whole different level in the NCAA tournament. And I kind of contrast that against the um, the 2016-17 team. I wouldn't call them a historically great North Carolina team. They're really solid and obviously good enough to win the national championship. Um, but I, I think this team is somewhere in between those two. And we're going to see if they're going to jump up to 08-09 level or just kind of float around that 16-17 level. I'm really curious to see how good they can be. I think they can be really good, but they've got to go do it. <laughs> Number three season thing to watch. Who's going to be the unexpected stud for this team? Maybe maybe that's the X factor, you might call it. Because you know what you've got in your four, four returning starters. Um, and, and there might be some unexpected things there. Maybe it's Caleb Love's higher level of consistency or efficiency. Maybe it's RJ Davis just taking a leap. But essentially, you know what you've got with those four guys. So what I'm looking for is who is the guy this season, whether it's a returner or a freshman, that just does something no one expected them to do that allows Carolina to be that potentially historically great team I just talked about. Is it Puff Johnson finally taking a leap? Hard to know because he's a little bit banged up coming in to the season. Is it Dontres Styles doing a lot? Could it be one of the freshmen who just maybe Seth Trimble is just otherworldly good and allows Carolina to have three fully phenomenally capable guards? Maybe it's Jalen Washington as he he's back now and, and able to play. It'll be he'll have to work into game speed, but maybe once he's up and running at full speed, it's just like, holy smokes. Or maybe Tyler Nickel just has multiple games where he just lights it up um, and scores a bunch of points. Really curious to see. Watch with me and let me know who you think is going to be that stud. And then fourth on the kind of season look, this is an opportunity in year two for Hubert Davis, for him to solidify himself as not just the guy after the guy, which is what you see a lot in coaching, right? Um, you have a historically great coach and whoever comes after them is almost like an interim placeholder while you figure out who's going to be the next guy. For Carolina, you think about after Dean Smith, you had just that kind of year gap, year couple year gap with Bill Guthridge, um, who was never going to be the long-term coach. He did great, had a lot of great talent from Coach Smith, but then you saw, you know, Coach Doherty, it was just kind of okay. Um and I mean, the talent was there clearly because a lot of the core of the talent was who won the 0405 championship. Um, but then came Coach Williams. 
I think this can be different with Hubert Davis. He's not just the guy after Roy Williams bridging the gap to the next guy. I think Hubert Davis could be the next guy himself. I think he has an opportunity this season to begin etching himself on the Mount Rushmore of North Carolina head coaches alongside Frank McGuire and Dean Smith and Roy Williams. Hubert Davis could be number four on that Mount Rushmore. But a lot of it is going to be, what does this season look like? If he can follow up what happened last year with another incredible run, man, Hubert Davis is making a statement in just his sophomore season as a head coach. So those are four things I'm looking for this season that start tonight in this game against UNC Wilmington, nine o'clock. Woof, late one on the ACC network. Well, before I tell you what I'm watching for uh, specifically in the game, let's talk some about Bet Online, which is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new college basketball season. Find the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. As always, Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports wagering info with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MMA, boxing, and of course, golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Okay, so what I want to talk about next is. Some some four things to watch specifically in this game. Number one, will Carolina be able to handle their business similar to what they did in their exhibition game against Johnson C. Smith? If if you watched that game or if, or if you've read up on it afterwards, you know that Carolina came out, did not mess around. They went to work, got to business, and won by 61 points. A hundred, uh, literally 61 points. Crazy there. Passing the 100 mark, getting up to a century in biscuits, although the, the Bojangles thing isn't a thing in non-real, uh, non-regular season games. So um, what I'm looking for is can Carolina come out with that same focus? And, and if we were still talking season-long things, that's got to be a night in and night out. That's part of can they handle uh, having number one on their chest. Um, so can Carolina come out and do that exact same thing? jump out to an early lead and just keep on pushing. Remember against Johnson C. Smith, there was a 25-0 run late in the game. It's that kind of thing we're looking for. When reserves come in, can they keep uh, the momentum going of what the starters did? Secondly, I'm watching for what's going on with the injuries. Remember, in the exhibition game, four Tar Heels sat out with some kind of ailment. Um, There's uh, R.J. Davis with a sprained right hand, Puff Johnson with some knee soreness, Justin McCoy, a non-COVID illness, and then um, Jalen Will- uh, Washington still working uh, his way back to being cleared for five-on-five action. Uh, every time, I mean, Co- again, Coach Davis told us that night that R.J. Davis would have played if it was a regular season game. So you expect him to be fine. Um, hopefully just a typical course of the year type thing, but it is worth keeping your eye on. But everything we know is that R.J. Davis will be starting this game tonight. Justin McCoy uh, probably seems like he's going to be good to go. Just had one of those just bugs you get this time of year as the weather changes and all that. And so expect him to be ready. Puff Johnson, man, I just, I worry about him. Um, Has missed 
essentially half of each of his first two seasons. Um, and it just seems like his body gives him troubles. And uh, so we're going to have to watch to see what he's able to do. And you hope he's ready to go because he could be that stud, that X factor that we talked about earlier. We know how much Coach Davis loves him. So we're going to have to wait and see on that. And then as for Jalen Washington, I don't expect to see him at all because he's got to start working in um, into game shape, getting his endurance up, all of these things. He's just been cleared for uh, really getting up and going. So I expect it to be some time. I expect to see him in uniform, but I don't expect to see him in this game. Speaking of uh, Jalen Washington and other bench players, that's the third thing is just how is Coach Davis going to use his bench tonight against UNC Wilmington? Obviously, uh, similarly, that could be could have been part of our season-long conversation. But we're also anxious to see was how the way Hubert Davis used his bench last season or didn't use his bench, I guess I should say, just a one-off thing based on what he did last year, or is that how he's going to coach? Now, he's said repeatedly this offseason that he wants to utilize the depth more and that he plans to and that he will do. Early signs from the exhibition game point to him using it more. Thankfully, some of that is you've got more talented people. You've got more experienced young men in in the roster and on the team. And so uh, that should be a thing, but, but let's watch. What is the substitution pattern tonight? Who's first off the bench? Um, who gets close to starters level minutes? If anyone, what, what is the highest number of minutes someone plays? Can coach Davis keep them under 30? Some of that is Carolina handling business, right? The more they, the starters handle business, uh, the less time they have to play. So be watching for bench usage. And then finally, uh, I love records and I love watching them be broken. There's quite a few records that have a chance to be broken. Um, like Mondo, as long as he's healthy, he's going to be the Carolina career rebounding leader. That's just a fact. Um, but the one I want to watch is the Mondo chase for setting the NCAA single season record for double doubles. And that begins tonight in earnest. So uh, we are officially on our Mondo Baycott double double watch. Join me. Let's see, you know, in the exhibition game, he had a double double by halftime. So, man, can Baycott get to 20 rebounds tonight? Would love to see it. So join me and watch for that. I hope you are as excited as I am. Cannot wait for this game. I know it's going to be late, but if you want to stay up, I'm going to be doing a live postcast after the game is over so we can unpack it together. Would love for you to join me and talk about that. Well, that's it for this bonus episode of Locked on Tar Heels. Thank you so much. Cannot wait. Tomorrow, Tuesday show, we are going to be recapping the game more fully, and that will be awesome to get to do. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Heels. You can follow me on Twitter at Isaac Shade. All right, folks, enjoy the game tonight. Go Heels, because it's always a great day to be a Tar Heel. Until tomorrow, peace.